0: Hi everybody, welcome to the first Jamaica Design Association podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jackson. We are going to be talking about designers on this program. We're going to be talking about design solutions, how design can enhance our society, how design can shape our future. As the president of the Jamaica Design Association, Roger Davis, always says, design shall save the world. And this is true. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, design is a part of everybody's life. From the car you drive, to the building you work in, to the shoes you wear, to the water bottle you drink out of, to the, the wrenches that you use to turn the nuts and bolts in your car, design is everywhere. Our first guest this week is Alley Walters. Now Alley, let me just give you a little bit of background on, on this gentleman. He is a designer, a thinker, a writer, photographer, design educator, and visionary. Yorkali is a multimedia designer, writer, and photographer with an architectural background, adept at telling a brand's story across multiple visual mediums. Whether it's print, web, corporate identity, product exhibits, or installations, He is an open-minded team player who loves to weave meaning and memory into designs while staying focused on achieving maximum mindshare for the client's brand and, of course, a memorable experience for the end user. And he is one of the owners of Walter's Weddings, a photography and videography company that does marvelous images for weddings. All right so your kelly without further ado we're going to start the questions I right? we want to ask you a few questions so we can get to know a little bit more about you and the way that you think the first question i want to ask is how how did you get into design
1: well if you count high school i would definitely say it started in high school i was a i was really into graphic design while at jc and it was also a part of my first entrepreneurial venture i could not afford a traffic keeper so i made my own and someone saw it liked it and i think i sold one (laughs) it never became a big business but um that's where graphic design started for me and i did pretty well well at it doing well doing art so yeah um, that's where it started Jamaica College 189 Old Hope Road
0: Wow you built your own Trapper Keeper that's wow. no that is innovative that is using you know design thinking um, and you sold one I mean hey not a big business but I understand where you're coming from I, I used to do comics uh, at JC and I actually sold one of my comics. Only one, but, you know, still, it was a big achievement. So, all right, now we're going to get into another question. And I think this question is, is you know, we, we hear the term design thinking all the time, but a lot of people don't know what it means. So could you just tell me, tell me what design thinking means? What is design thinking? What
1: does design thinking entail? Hmm... That's a good one. For me, it entails a process. It is essentially a process that takes you through a number of steps that are essential to distilling from thought to execution when it comes on to making certain decisions these decisions can be directly design related it could be a user interface it could be a website it could be um, it could be an organizational decision you know where to put a counter you know what kind of uh, what kind of responses should or receptionist have to someone who they've never seen before, or what are the variety of, of responses she or he should have. Design thinking is so much more than the boundaries of design for me. It, it truly entails, it's, it's, it's a mindset. It's essential as a mindset. Mind you, I could go into, into the different steps of design thinking as we normally know them, But I really want to expand what people understand design thinking to be to elevate it or, or, or reveal its actual level and importance in our everyday lives. It's a mindset. And this mindset helps us to, can help us to approach almost any decision we make in our lives, almost any, unless you have to make the decision in an instant. But for me, it entails a process-driven mindset that incorporates specific steps that can be modified based on the problem at hand.
0: So, the next question I want to ask you is to list three things design thinking can solve for Jamaica and how. We tend not to value designers in Jamaica, or sometimes we don't even realize when designers are needed. I want you to tell me three things that design.
1: (laughs) I like this one. Three things design thinking can solve for Jamaica and how. Why are you getting me started, bossy? Anyway, here goes. Um... Number one, the amount of accidents on the roads. Number two, crime mitigation and prediction. Number three, the lines in government offices. Let's go with number one, the amount of accidents on the roads. I think we need to start from what design thinking would do is allow us to start from a different angle of approach to solve this problem. And the angle I would start from is empathy for the user. What causes this behavior? Why do they speed? Why do they not see the risk? What are the triggers based on gender, road conditions, car type, social demographic? We could even look into interviewing people who have escaped some pretty horrendous accidents. accidents. Um, that would be an interesting part of the whole process. Another thing we can do is deep integration of data and discussions with the right stakeholders. Next thing is a relentless approach of fine-tuning the message. So let's say we've come up with messaging that we're going to put into this massive campaign. We, the first if, if, if we put a, a billboard, let's say at a hotspot or just before someone gets to a hotspot with, with what we think to be the right message and three months later we're still having the same accidents, it doesn't mean that the message was essentially wrong. Or it, could be the, it could be the distance from the location is wrong. This is where design thinking becomes an active participant in making the correct the correct choices in getting the, thing, the the solution right a more innovative user-centric marketing campaign based on the info and data garnered from the previous step of including the of, of including the rights the right stakeholders if we follow all of these I am sure, beyond the shadow of a doubt, we will be be closer to reducing the amount of people who die on our roads. Number two, crime mitigation and prediction. Ah, boy, this one is an interesting one. Uh, Number, step one, stop using paper to capture crime reports burn every single big book in a police station. The days of analog are over and need to be relegated to the 1930s. By digitizing the process, our JCF will have much more, a, a greater, a much greater amount of instant, searchable data that will inform policy, procedures, and predictions, crime predictions. And this approach will have will have our, our forces always one step ahead of the criminals. A data centric approach, that is. The lines in government offices. Number three. Oh boy. This is a st- sticking point for so many people. Customer service is so much more than expecting a smile or getting our documents back in a a relatively short time. Or even just shifting to an online process. I've seen where going online does not necessarily make the user's experience nicer or easier. If workflows are not designed with a user-centric focus... The outcomes, Kevin, will be the same whether they are online or off. Workflow design is at the heart of why we have the problems we have and the lines that we have in all of these different government offices. L- let's start with desi- the desired experience, the citizen desires, that the citizen wants. From there, we move to see how we can maximize the reality of the physical space that is already a given. Under that, how can we make the most of what is already on the table without spending too much money? Next point, with these parameters in place, we have to work on thinking how we can... Um, Incorporate a digital workflow before the physical reality. For example, if needs becomes a reality, a citizen, uh, sorry, if, if needs becomes a, a reality and um, we have more people banking online, they would never have to see a line again. There are many new possibilities that can be realized if we leverage the integration of smarter digital supply chains, while balancing transparency and security.
0: Wow, Yorkeli, wow. Um, I'm really, yeah man, I'm impressed by what you're saying because basically what you're saying is that we need to use more data, well in, in terms of the car accidents and the, the crime. We need to use more data, not only do we need to use more data to influence our decisions. We need the data in a timely manner. You know, it is not enough to be writing these things in a book and then having to search for it. And I mean, I understand what you're saying because I had a friend whose car was stolen and it was brought to the Constant Spring Police Station. And when my friend went to go and, you know, retrieve his car, the police said they don't have it in their records and... They're searching and searching and searching and can't find this, the, the, the records for it. And he said, no, somebody called me and said the car is here. And the police said they don't see any record of it. And every car that comes in, they make a record of it. And my friend literally walked into the lot where they had the cars, the scrapped cars, and he pointed at it and said, that is my car. That is my license plate number. You have my car. And they could not find the records until the following day, you know, and that, and if that is just a missing car, imagine other records, you know, actual, you know, records that involve violent crime. You know, the fact that those are difficult to find in an instant, we're way behind the curve, you know, anyway. I want to move on and talk about the coronavirus design and the coronavirus. Tell me what you think, where that is concerned with design and the coronavirus. Corona,
1: corona, corona. I was wondering how long it would be before you got to this one. Um, Do you mean the virus itself and how awfully elegant it is?
0: (laughs) Okay, all right. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. Um, Tell me, let's talk about how coronavirus has influenced design in jamaica because we're seeing a lot of things being designed now as a result even the services have changed as a result of of coronavirus
1: all right so let's talk about coronavirus what what has it caused us to design well from the 10 foot ground level you know i am loving what mask design is becoming (laughs) Very interesting to see the incredible birth of a cottage industry, literally overnight. It is an interesting study in citizen response. At the 1,000 foot level, hmm, I am finding the different approaches to ventilator design to be quite interesting, from Tesla to our own local people doing creative new thinking to solve this problem it's quite interesting. Uh, On the 10,000 foot level, in the PC post-COVID era, that is rapidly coming at us, we are seeing the, the, though comical in some applications and romantic in others, responses that separate, that separate people who are strangers and connect people that are family or people who have a predisposed level of trust. I, I'm seeing different design responses that, that, that tackle those, those elements. Uh, whether they're little cabins on the edge of a waterfront at a restaurant, or pool noodles <laughs> that keep people at a cafe at safe distances. Just yesterday, just yesterday, I saw a simple approach to keeping people separate at parks by spraying white circles on the grass with the right distance apart. But beyond all this though, I would say urban city design at this 10,000 foot level is about to be revolutionized. Architecture is about to be revolutionized also. For example, how will we in Jamaica design spaces like BPO offices For high human capacity, get with safe separation. That, my friend, is an incredible design problem to solve. I'd love to get my mind wrapped around that one.
0: All right. And closing off on the coronavirus topic, what can we learn about design from the coronavirus, in your opinion?
1: I love this question. What can we learn about design from the coronavirus? Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to repeat a phrase I used before but it is ridiculously efficient and awfully elegant. Um, for me it actually fuels the conspiracy theory that this virus was designed. <laughs> that it didn't naturally evolve so to speak. It is that well thought out that sometimes I just have to wonder this really seems to have an intelligent designer somewhere in the mix. I don't know. I mean, while of course that may not be the case, we can draw our own conclusions. But if the correct response is not done at the macro nation level, nationwide level, at the right time, the difference in the effect of the virus on our country varies from New Zealand, which is now corona-free, to Brazil, who they're just struggling with with, you know, a ballooning amount of, 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 of deaths and cases. New Zealand to Brazil, both in distance and mindset, um, don't have the right response, you will suffer deep, dire consequences.
0: What five things would you like to see designers do in 2020?
1: Uh, stepping away from COVID. Um, what five things would I like to see designers do in 2020? Hmm. What five things? To be more mindful of context. To be more mindful of the zeitgeist. Meaning, zeitgeist meaning the spirit of the times. To to be more empathetic to users. Regardless of what your end user is, Who or what who your end user is um that's what three no one two three yes that's three four uh to to not think that they are the be all and end all in in um in solving problems we as much as we would like that to be the case we don't want to be. We don't want to have this Napoleon, this Napoleon um, attitude, where we are never wrong, and we can't learn from someone who's not a designer. Uh, five, to to do research. Do more research. Be more mindful of the fact that there is knowledge out there that can help you with your design process and help you to, to come up with better solutions.
0: Nice, nice. All right. All right, great. Awesome. All right. Do you, do you have any advice for new designers?
1: Of course, I got advice for new designers.
0: I got, I got
1: me some advice up in here. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, be empathetic to users. Be mindful of their their needs, wants, desires, where they're coming from. Um, What kind of toothpaste they like to use? Do they like extra gravy on their oxtail? Do they want it on the rice? Or do they want it on the meat? That may sound like a very, those may sound like very um, off the center, way out field questions. But understanding your end user Creating, um, creating user profiles are very impo- it's, is very important. As much more advice, number two, I would say as much as we might believe we carry the light of the future, we are nothing without being mindful of the end user. And I keep on, I may sound like I'm repeating myself, but um, whether we are designing a product, an interface or a business process workflow, we, we 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 have to be sensitive to what is going on outside of our brains. Start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind. If you if you begin your, your designing with the resulting outcome at the always before you your solution will be much closer to excellent, to the desired, to probably the perfect. Um, another thing imp- for new designers, improve organization by using a project management tool you're comfortable with. Whether it's Asana or um, Favro or Basecamp, or you know whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever it is to do is, you know, um, find ways to and find ways to automatically connect new new work orders to go straight into your project management tool. If someone instead of you know WhatsApp what's me the order, WhatsApp me the request. Or um, WhatsApp is not a project management tool. Tappy, tappy, tappy. Do not use it as such. You will lose critical information in the flood of info. Um, there's, a new, there, there's a product that I played with a little bit sometime in the past, and I'm looking deeper at it now. I'm using it a lot more now, and my, my clients are loving it. It's called Go Visually. And it's an online platform that helps you to track the changes a client wants. If you can can get them to use that and not send requests, edit requests via WhatsApp, believe you me, you are one step closer to, to design nirvana when it comes down to doing a better job of making changes. And you must have a website with your portfolio now. If you don't, stop listening to this and start now. Lastly on that, never, ever, ever create a design option you are not ready to fall out of love with. If everything you do is something that (laughs) you wish could be spread across the sky for everybody to see, you are going to become quite frustrated with designing
0: um, yeah Yorkali it was a pleasure having you on the show um, you've given us a wealth and breadth of knowledge and you know we hope to see you continue contributing to the design arena in Jamaica or in the Caribbean for that matter I want you to just leave us with your final words You know, what would you want to say to the persons listening today my
1: final words are Stay hungry, stay foolish, always be curious because childlike curiosity is at the core of the design mind.
0: All right, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Your Kelly, it was a pleasure having you here. Your Kelly Walters, you can go to yourkelly.com and look him up. He is a designer, thinker, visionary, educator. Lot to learn from this man. Next week we are going to be—I should say—next podcast. We are going to be interviewing Kadir Martin, the robot maker. Uh, people call him this because he loves to three D model robots. But beyond that, he is also a visionary. This is a man who we can see designing solutions for things even when people nobody nobody asks him to. You know, once he sees a problem. And he figures he has a solution. He will design that solution and put it out there. And we want to take a closer look at his philosophy and his designs. And, you know, talk to him about how he sees design playing a part in developing the Caribbean. All right, folks, until next time. See you then. Design shall save the world.